It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for the it's a whole new ball game around here. A new sound spectacular. Sean Salisbury. Well, the NFL quarterback, Sean Salisbury. The USC Trump, longtime friend, Sean Salisbury. Brian LaLima. Can't stop addicted to the shindig. Chop top, he says I'm gonna win big. This is the all-new Sean Salisbury Show. Hi, welcome in to the Sean Salisbury Show with my partner... Uh, see what I did there? Welcome in. It is the Sean Salisbury Show here on Sports Talk 790. Right as we kick off here at 6 o'clock, we are going to jump right into Hunter Brown. Rhinos here. Brian is off today. Load management. Got a little load management. Gave him some rest today. Now he's got some, he got some stuff to do. So we'll have him back in tomorrow. Rhino and I are here on the docket today. Hunter Brown's first performance of spring training. Dubon got into it a little bit with a couple hits yesterday. He gained some weight. Maybe that's going to be big. Is he the new Miss Diaz? Hmm. Maybe he's that guy. The Houston Texans. Combine continue to roll on. D'Amico Ryan's there. We'll hear from him today. And with D'Amico Ryan's, what to do with the 12th pick of the first round? We're going to get into that today and specifically talk Playmakers on offense and James Harden. Is he honestly, folks, at 713 2125 790? Will James Harden, when free agency hits this summer, actually be a Houston Rocket again? And let's dig down deep today with you when you talk about this. If you want him, why? If you don't want him back, why? But we start with Hunter Brown. Supposed to be, you know, probably number five in the rotation. Great opportunity. You lose Justin Verlander to start uh, this season. You lose him in the offseason. Cy Young winner. So you say, how do we replace him? Well, this, in my opinion, from start to finish, was the best staff in baseball last year and a World Series to boot. Hunter Brown comes up from the minor leagues. Great expectations. Does a hell of a job in the bullpen. And now it's his opportunity to start. Well, yesterday in his first performance, we walked a couple, hit a batter, Gave up a run, threw 33 pitches in one inning. Got an inning in, 33 pitches, 17 for strike, 16 for balls. Had a hard time locating. We're going to hear from Hunter Brown in a second about how he felt about his performance. Here's what we all do when we see something like that to start. It is the first performance of the spring. We, you know, we, we kind of labeled in and we're all guilty of it. After what we saw, I mean, we start talking out loud and rightfully. I mean, we, listen, there's a lot of hyperbole when we come to young players. We compare them to people. The second he has the same windup like Verlander, what do we do? Oh, we expected to pitch like him. The dude, you know, the dude can't grow but about four hairs on his face. So let's slow our roll a little bit with Hunter Brown. But got great stuff. 
But what happens when you have similarities in the in the when you put a split screen up and they look the same and he had success and was dominant in the minor leagues, did everything he needed him to do, and then all of a sudden when he rolls in from Sugarland, does a nice job. Part of his first year up, he's a World Series champion, and we're thinking, all right, looks like Justin has stuff. Um, has the attitude and uh, all the talk from family and, and high school coaches that this is going to be a star. And I think we believe he is. The problem is we label him too quick. And then when they have a bad performance, we say, got to send him down. We're all guilty of it. Every one of you, I can't say every one of you, but a lot of you sit at home same way. I, trust me, we all do. Oh, can't wait. If he pitches lights out yesterday and throws 15 pitches, 12 of them for strikes and has an easy inning, we're all saying... We don't care about Justin Verley. This guy's better. I mean, there will be that talk. Not better, but you get my point about Hunter Brown. We do that. We are so quick with instant gratification. I guarantee some are waking up today while disappointed, like, oh, man, they're nervous. Let's slow down a little bit. Just like we should slow down if he would have been lights out. We don't. we, 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 We crown people stars too early. And we bury him too early. The kid's going to be a good player. He's got it. It was one inning. Didn't look, didn't, did not look sharp. Did not have command. We'll hear from him in a second what he said about the pitch clock and, and how that affected him a little bit. Uh, his control was not good. And that is a not, that is, that is not a good ratio when it goes 17 strikes to 16 balls, but it's one start. It's way, now we got to see how he progresses through the spring because they want him obviously to be in the starting rotation. Sometimes, a little uh, knock around early can get you to the point where you say, okay, time to refocus. We're going to be fine. Here's what Hunter Brown said about his inning yesterday. Sliders down away, throw heaters in the zone. Um, didn't execute getting ahead of hitters, things like that, but just trying to get my timing right. Um, I, think, I think I was a little quick with that. Um, so, you know, just... Uh, just kind of figure that out over the next couple of days and, and translate that into the next outing. Pitch with the clock in the minor leagues. Do you attribute the clock at all to being quick today, a little rush today? No, I mean, like you said, though, when I was in AAA and then I went up uh, to the big leagues, we didn't have it. So it was like first time in, in a little bit. Um, you know, on the backfields, obviously we, we have it, but it's not really enforced as much. You know, you're not going to lose a lose a ball to them. So. Uh, yeah, just just first first game of the of spring, you know. So I guess just kind of sped up a little bit, and you know, just hopefully uh, just kind of figure that out. What's like the number one thing you're working on though is in this whole camp that you know you hope to progress in the next four weeks? Yeah, I mean, I think just like slider location is probably number one for me. Um, you know, kind of take away those un- uncompetitive reps and and just kind of hammer the spots I need to with that. And what he means, obviously, by uncompetitive reps is when you throw a ball that's so far outside the strike zone, you don't locate it, that uh, you, you don't put any stress on the uh, the hitter. And that was the case at times yesterday. But adjust it. You go back to work and, and take care of your business and and get it fixed. Now, here's the difference in a veteran and a young guy. You saw Garcia go out there, have to change his windup, which of all the people on this team – and one of maybe maybe in Major League Baseball, still a young guy who his windup is obviously very, very methodical and well thought out and slow, but had to make an adjustment. And I'm talking about that's a major adjustment for Garcia. And what's a veteran do? Goes out in his first start and takes care of his business. That's that's the difference. 
guys, I know haven't played a position where as a young guy and an older guy, that we all make, we make, we make mistakes as a rookie and as a five-year veteran. That, that, that's not my point. My point is, usually you're more well-equipped if you've been at it a few times to say, oh, okay, we're going to have to make adjust, adjust and adapt. We hear that all the time. We say it all the time on this show that if you adjust and adapt, and it comes quicker because a veteran's thinking about other things. Think about what a rookie is. Not only is he now trying to be a, a, a guy that's going to be in the five-man rotation, he's still young. He's still, he, know, he knows comparisons that are out there. And now they throw these rule shifts on him, you know, throws to first base, how quickly you got to step up and get your rhythm going. Because, listen, athletes are creatures of habit. Rhino, and you, you know this in basketball, you see it all the time in football. We are creatures of habit. Do the same thing. And when somebody disrupts your obsessive, compulsive, or creature of habit and your routine of just kind of knowing what your flow is, it becomes a problem. Now, it's like if they all of a sudden go out and change, some guy hands you a different grip on a golf club or change the square grooves like they did years ago, or the golf ball, just a little adjusting. You guys know that when we go out and play. Got to make an adjustment, whatever it is. Hunter Brown will make an adjustment. He had a day that wasn't, wasn't his best. One inning, big deal. Hell, if he'd have pitched two or three innings, how do we know he wouldn't have come out of it and given you five strong ones, throwing 97 pitches if it was regular season game, but fine. But you saw Garcia adjust to how he... The, the, instead of being hurried, he turned it into just speeding it up, being a little urgent. It looked as if Hunter Brown felt a little hurried yesterday, and he, he admitted it. So when you don't locate it, it's okay. It is. It's okay. Uh, now you got to fix it. That's the key is how urgently can you fix it. Not, not, I'm not talking about, oh, my gosh, no, nobody does good when they are panicked or desperate. This is not a desperate situation. He's going to be fine. It's one inning, 33 pitches. It wasn't sharp, but that's okay. You go back, study a little tape, study your, you know, your wind-up and make sure your mechanics were in tow and your arm slot and all the things you were trying to do, and, and go fix it. I would imagine the next one will be better. We're going to talk Hunter Brown, talk the rotation, talk the order. I got a prediction about this Astros team at the plate. I think it's going to happen. I think it'll be epic. But we will discuss Hunter Brown and more about him, no, this doesn't disrupt his shot in the rotation. It's just a small adjustment that he'll have to make that every player in baseball. But as a rookie, you kind of overload your thinking process because he's got a lot on his mind. I'm not going to speak for him, but I think it's pretty obvious. He'll fix it. Looks like a bulldog mentality. He's going to be okay. We'll come back and discuss Hunter Brown and the Astros. And I've got, again, a few predictions that how far off you think I'll be. It's Rhino, it's Sean, Brian's out today. It's Sports Talk 790, it's Sean Salisbury Show. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Sean Salisbury Show continues. <laughs> It is Sports Talk 790. Rhino is here. I'm here. Brian is off today. It's Sports Talk 790. Sean Salisbury's show. The phone number here for you to call when you hear this. People are like, is it a contest? No. 
I got a prediction. When you hear this prediction, tell me what you think. How far off am I? Hyperbolic? Fair? Legit? Hot take-ish? We'll discuss. And uh, I'll start with, uh, I can't even call you Brino today, because Brian's out with load I management. Oh, so it's just hammy. Hammy today. You got yeah. a hammy? Well, he's got those big hammies, so it's easy for, uh, for hammy. to yeah. get cold. Yeah. yeah, sometimes, I mean, you got to get your stretching in, right? I hope I didn't, you know, disturb him. I was texting him like the sh- you know, like he was going to be here today. I forgot he had load management. Yeah, see, what, what you've done now... Because I've thrown him off. And when the media asks him, well, your producer thought you were coming to the show. Did you just did you not show up? See? See? But yet he he had let you know early. You, that was kind of on you, basically. And he's going to get hammered by the media because they're like, well, what's going on with the communication between you guys? I mean, do you not talk in the locker room? Exactly. And he stays out, wonders why, and probably today, well, why is he communicating with me? I'm not there till tomorrow. Load management means let me, let me get my time in, my rest. I got to rehab it a little bit. I'm tired. And uh, but you continued. You've created a I've created chaos in the clubhouse locker room. Yeah, I'm going to have to issue an apology. Yes, you are. You are, and I'd prefer you do it uh, in the public. And I don't want you to say, "Well, we." Well, just point the thumb at you. Okay? I want to I do it right, though. I'm going to do it half-ass on social media first, and uh, then delete it, and then have a press conference three days later. I think that's a good idea because everybody <laughs> tells you your your apology sucked, right? And so you have to go back and and appease the masses. Right. That's my favorite. Even though in truth, it usually really isn't the masses. It's usually about four people. There's a, yeah. But that's the way we do. We, we appease the four that are pissed as opposed to the four million that aren't. You I feel love me? the masses and I love the haters. You do. Well, come on. That's what drives, that's what drives this business. Those that hate. <laughs> are you kidding me? Rhino's here. I'm here. Okay, here's my... Uh, we're going to get more to Hunter Brown after his... And, and your guys' thoughts on his performance. In truth, and I want people to roll up in here transparent at 713-212-5790. Rhino, I don't know if you saw it, but hearing what I said about the numbers, hit a guy, walked in a run, gave up an earned run, was not sharp. 33 pitches, 17 to 16 strikes to balls, which is a not a, a one-to-one ratio is not good. Okay, so and, and we know that. Didn't locate it. I know you had a lot going on. Probably didn't see his performance. Uh, you may have saw a few pitches, and uh, he felt a little hurried, as he said. Um, do you panic after one, one thing like that? And I'm going to get to, I want to hear about what people think. If they're being honest, after one start, did you start to go deep into your feels as, oh, my gosh, this guy's not ready for prime time after one, 33 pitches. You think people did? I guarantee they did. I guarantee you they did as well. I'm going to answer everything you just said. You're going to think I'm a cornball for this, but I did not get to personally see his performance right. because I was working on the Sean Salisbury show, sportstalk790.com. Sean Salisbury show page was making some podcast highlights. So if you miss any part of the show, check out the Sean Salisbury show where you get your podcast. You're like, wow, Ryan, shameless pug, but got to do it but i was getting live updates from our social media at sports talk 790 do you like that so i saw the numbers and i was honestly i'm not panicking but i was honestly really concerned because the way he made his major league debut at the astros last year it just looked like he was ready to go right away so to kind of have this bad a performance in a quote unquote you know preseason game, a grapefruit league game, it is a, it's a little concerning okay. because he had a better performance at the big time, well, you know, the big level. Let me ask. Let's reverse it then. All right. Let, let me reverse this since you 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 hit a good point. Would you have a rather rather have a practice field all American or a gamer? I'd rather have a a gamer. Okay, so 
if he's going to have a poor performance in his first right. spring, I mean, it's not that big a deal. We're not keeping score. We did, but it was ended up in a 4-4 tie. Nobody cares about the score in the Grapefruit League. But uh, although I would be curious to see when records, like if we go over like the last 20 years, how much a record in Grapefruit League, where, where does a first place team in Grapefruit League usually end up, right? Although I would imagine <laughs> the stats will tell us nobody cares, just like preseason NFL football. But so if, if reverse the roles. What if in big time stuff he wilted and he was really good on the on the practice field or in pre preseason games? You get my point? Oh, yeah. So I understand. So you fell into the concerned 33 pitches. All right, let's get to basketball. If Jalen Green in his first start goes one of seventeen from the floor, would you say, uh oh, in a preseason game, what would you say? Well rough yeah. night. Yeah. I mean you have to analyze what's in front of you. Right. But yeah, I would say rough night. But so but you fall into lastly that's why I mean you did validate the point of a guy who knows sports, a guy who loves sports, and a guy who's usually level headed that it concerned you over one. Now here's what I'll be concerned. If I see a trend. If I see a trend with Hunter Brown that says can't locate three or four, you know, three or four appearances in the spring where you're like, come on now. You know, you know what I'm saying? Where we, we see a habit then. And, and listen, he's in a position now where he should actually approach each start like it's and why it, it should feel a little more uh, urgent or competitive to him is because remember, he wasn't a starting rotation last year. So he's trying to get the fifth start. And think about the shoes that people are expecting him to fill. They're not expecting him to be Justin Verlander, but they're adding him to the rotation. So that depth, they do want that gap closed to where it's not Justin Verlander and the guy who got into the rotation. You know, that's more for the front line, the, the first or second starter. But he, they're expecting him to pitch not like a fifth starter, but a third starter, even though he's in the five hole. So the competitive part of him needs to put pressure on himself, right? He, he, that, that's okay. Putting pressure on yourself is okay as long as you can handle that. So uh, we all fall into it. I looked at the numbers too, and, and, and after going back and watching, I'm like, tough start for him. But uh, it's not a trend to me yet. Right. And I saw more, maybe he's a guy who likes big stages, right? Yeah. And maybe that's better he for him. And, I, and, I, and I'm okay with that. Some guys I, are like that. I, I played with a couple of them that were on the practice field. I'm telling you, Ryan, were awful. They couldn't if, throw up. If you'd have watched two quarterbacks I played with on the practice field, you're like, they couldn't throw up. You're right. Is two quarterbacks, and I played with a lot of a lot of players, like a couple receivers, you're like, man, what's going Just kind of going through the motion. I mean, practicing hard, but just not, it wasn't their ammo. They couldn't wait to get off the practice field, right? And so what happens? Come Sundays, they were lights out. Two quarterbacks in particular for me were very average practice players. But the second the real stuff was the real stuff happened on a Sunday, they took it to a whole new level. So I'm okay with that. The problem is, as a young player, you know, you, you'll accept that if it's Verlander has, you know, he's healthy and has a rough spring, or look around and somebody and it's not health related. It's, oh, he had a couple rough starts. He's going to be fine. He's healthy. But when it comes to a young player, you're like, wait a second now. We we expect it's crazy. We expect them not to screw up in in games like this. Yet they're young and they should screw up. But we, our expectations are ridiculous for young quarterbacks, young pitchers, young players, because when a young player or a young pitcher or a young quarterback or wide receiver come in and light it up like a Jefferson or a Chase, like a, like when a, when a young pitcher comes in and pitches lights out or a young hitter comes in and is rookie of the year and just tears it, we expect everybody to be like Patrick Mahomes, which is not reasonable. So Hunter Brown, 
We will we'll take your calls on him. And I really honestly, tell me about your true feels, what you think it's going to turn out, but how you felt yesterday, or if you missed it when you woke up and looked at the numbers today. And in just a minute, I'm going to tell you my prediction on the Astros at the plate this year. And I'm curious about your response. Is it a hot take? Let's get out to Brad. Brad in spring. Hunter Brown, what's on your mind, man? Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. Oh, man, I am not worried whatsoever on the first uh, first preseason start. It's, you got to get out there. You got to get, get the rust off in the offseason. Uh, the pitch clock. And I'm annoyed, though. Um, you had all offseason to, to practice this pitch clock, too, as well. So what were you doing this offseason? Just stretching mechanics? Um, that, that's, that's annoying. Um, but after one start, you can't. You said it earlier a minute ago. Expectation for a guy who lit it up last year is sky high. Yep. And, and I'm not saying I'm not saying he can't meet those expectations one day, but lower him just for a hang tie for a second. Let him get his full season under his belt. He's going to have some struggles this year. He's going to he's going to have some days where he's not going to be perfect. But one start of the preseason wasn't on it. Ugh, who cares? Just get three mechanics. Understand what you did wrong. Look, look at video and then move on. Yeah, That's and you know what, Brad, real quick before you go, I almost think it can be an advantage for a young guy, right? Because if you come out yeah. and have just dominate in the spring, I, I like guys that have to go through a little, a little adversity. I do, and I'd rather have it now than in a regular season where you can go back, take time, look at the surface on the computer, go back and pop in a bullpen and say, oh, okay, here's why. Arm, whether it's arm slot or how you felt, and then you just start to pick up your tempo a little bit, and it's like a two-minute drill. That's it's a two-minute drill without being hurry in regular season in football. Quarterback, dude, we're just speeding it up a little bit. Don't panic. We have plenty of time. It's going to be fine. Your twenty seconds is going to be just fine. Just pop on the rubber a little quicker and adjust. And you're right. I think the irritating thing for some is like, were they working on it? But you know how that goes. I can't simulate with my with my, with my pitching coach or my off-season quarterback trainer. What it's like to do it when when everybody's there, it just it ramps up a little bit. But great point, Brad. Yes. Thank you. Awesome stuff. I'm not worried about it either. If it becomes a trend, then then they'll have to deal with it. But I would like to think that let let's wait till we're later in the spring to judge a young player who was really good for this organization last year. All right, I got a prediction, and it will take calls seven one three two one two five seven ninety. My prediction starts right here. I believe the Astros will have five hitters this year that hit 25 or more home runs. And I believe there's going to be a sixth one that's staring right at it. Abreu, Tucker, Alvarez, Bregman, and Pena. And I think Altuve is going to push it as well. I believe legit five. And I, I, for me, I, this isn't hyperbolic. And this isn't a hot take. I think five guys hit 25 or more home runs. And hell, you may have three of them push in the 30 or more. And I believe there's a chance you could have six guys hit 25 home runs for the Astros. Hyperbolic, hot take, what say you? Also, your thoughts on Hunter Brown and his start. True feels when you saw him yesterday or woke up this morning and looked at his numbers. What was your first thought? It is Sports Talk 790. Rhino's here. Brian is out today. Be back tomorrow. Sean Salisbury Show. More Sean Salisbury. Get in, strap in, and ride in.
Buck 790, Hunter Brown, 33 pitches, 17 strikes, 16 balls. Your initial thoughts on his performance. James Harden continues to be the talk of the Rockets, aside from the fact they're not winning. Will there be a coaching change? Will James Harden be here if he comes here in the summer during free agency? Do you want him? And will he slow down or speed up the process of getting this team better, or is it a moot point? And as well as uh, my prediction on five guys, 25 more more home runs for the Astros on this baseball club this year. And the Texans draft, it continues to day by day get closer still at the Combine, been weekend. Quarterbacks will be throwing, but not the number one guy in Bryce Young. Um, Route running and all that, and you're going to get a look and you evaluate them all. I'm going to focus. We've spent so much time focusing on the first pick. Will it be the first or second pick that the Texans, can they move up ahead of, uh, to get to the top of the draft? And with the 12th pick, what would you do if you don't trade it to move up? What would you do with it? Meaning, would you address who you address in what position? A lot of guys on the board there, a lot of great players at 12. We'll discuss that as well. We focus on Hunter Brown and at 713-212-5790, will 25 guys, like I said, 25 guys, will five guys hit 25 or more home runs for the Astros this year? We may be cheating them out of a sixth. Jeremy Pena, you know, people talk about will there be a sophomore slump. I don't think so. I think the kid's got tremendous DNA as far as clutch DNA. Hell, he may even be better, because in the biggest moments, he plays his best baseball. Let's get out to Tim. Tim, your thoughts on the Astros, man. Welcome in here in the 6 o'clock hour on a Thursday. How you doing? Doing great, Sean. Hey, want to talk about Doc yesterday with his pitching. Uh, he's a kid. He's going to... Uh, He's he's going to be okay. This is the first outing for him. That that clock, I don't like it. I'm sorry, I just don't. I understand what they're trying to do, but it hurries the game too much. I think. Um, Whitley, Whitley, let's name him a tree. He's so tall. I hope he can come. He was very highly rated. The whole Astro pitching staff last year gave, and I'm an old man, it gave the best performance of a staff that I can remember going back to the early 60s. Yeah, you're talking about starting pitching and bullpen combined, correct? Both. Yep. Uh, uh, Unbelievable. And I was saying that halfway through the year. The only reason that the Astros had halfway through last year a good record wasn't their hitting. They weren't hitting worth a dime. But that pitching staff kept them in every single game. Hey, Tim, imagine this. Imagine if they get – I mean, it's it's hard to say, are they going to be that good? Maybe they will be on the, on the mound. If they are that good uh, as a staff again this year – and Hunter Brown, and, and you know, if Whitley's able to, but you know, Christian Javier now starting a full season gets 28 to 30 starts and his lights out. And Fromber does Fromber. He'll pitch today. I think it's Adam Wainwright uh, as they play St. Louis, and Fromber gets his start today. Imagine if the pitching staff, let's say they go 90% of what they did last year, and the and the 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 hitting gets back to normal Astros hitting. They may be better this year. Now, I'm not saying they're better without Verlander. Don't miss. I'm talking about as a whole. They upgraded, you know, from a lot of us. I mean, upgraded because he's a younger body at first base, even though we love Yuli. Bregman, a full year of health. 
Kyle Tucker, Pena in his second year, you start to look around, and they got a chance to be every bit as good, if not better, if the hitting carries them a good portion of the season, which pitching carried them all year. When you combine them both, look out. Tim, great stuff. Uh, I'm with you, that pitching staff. I can get Steve Sparks on every week and every Monday, and we, we talked about it, and there was time we'd say, well, how can we expect this staff to keep doing this? And at some point, they're going to have to take, you know, it's just the, the, the way baseball is. At some point, and Steve is 100% correct, at some point, you know, the bullpen's going to falter or somebody, you know, it didn't. I mean, we in April and then May. And we said, okay, by June, some, somewhere they're going to run into a lull. Then July hits and August and September, and they never ran into one. It, it was a phenomenal, and the starting pitching was obviously outstanding, and the bullpen was lights out. And when you have that combined and now upgrade the hitting, I, I can't wait to see it. I think five guys hit 25 or more home runs. Rhino, I know you agree with at least hovering around there and maybe a sixth. Um, what were you going to say, Rhino? What, what, I, what I was going to say to your point you just made about the Astros uh, pitching domination last season, I think is the main reason why anybody would be concerned about Hunter Brown's performance right. is the fact that they're just used to utter dominance at all times. So any kind of hiccup is like, oh, hey, this is different. But They the spoiled the day, us, right? Is that what you're saying, Ryan? Yeah, With yeah. what they've done and Hunter Brown last year, I mean, spoiled us to the point that one bad one you know, spring pre- training yeah, game, spring we're like tra- tripping over it. Right. And, and that's the thing, too, is, I mean, based on the callers we've had so far, I think nobody's tripping that hard. You know, they, they know that we're a great team and that Hunter Brown's got great potential and ideally he'll get right back on track. But at the same time, yeah, we've been so spoiled. You know, when you see a performance like that from an Astro starting pitcher, you're like, ooh, yep, that's a little unordinary. Yep, yeah. And I, if you are one that's tripping over Hunter Brown's performance, let us know. Top of the hour is next. We'll stake it out at seven fifteen, and uh, we will have a money shot. I've been mulling it over. We're gonna for sure do some kind of money shot today. We, even though we don't have our. Our Brian in the house. Uh, we're going to find a way, and we're going to give out some Roughnecks tickets at yep. the eight fifteen segment. There you go, and uh, we'll have some fun with that. Brian will be back tomorrow. Little load management day today, as we we kid. We uh, will continue to discuss Hunter Brown. If you are tripping over his performance, tell us why. And I say, and we'll hit this uh, in the seven o'clock hour as well. You tell me why I'm crazy that five players are going to hit twenty five or more home runs, and if I'm not crazy. Would say, am, am I cheating them out of a one? Could it be a sixth? Are they that good? Well, they're the World Series champs. Everybody is. They're the the uh, aiming point. They're the lead dog that everybody's shooting at now. But I think this team relishes that. When we kick off the seven o'clock hour, what are you going to do with the twelfth pick if you're the Texans? Be general manager for me, Rhino, and I'll play it as well. Sports Talk 790. Hour number two next. The stakeout at 715. But first, we go with the 12th pick of the first round. What's D'Amico Ryan's and Nick Casario going to do with that? And what would you do? Sports Talk 790 rolls on. Hour number two next. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.